is in the know for Monday, December 12th, the 346th day of 2022. There are 19 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we will get you one day closer to the big day. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in. The No settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. I uh, think I noticed that you were rummaging around in the deep freeze at some point in time over the weekend. Yes. 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 Did you notice anything in there that you forgot that we had? No, because I cleaned it out two weeks ago. Okay. So here's the here's the reason that I ask. The average person has five items in their freezer that have gone unused throughout all of 2022, some of which they've forgotten about. Have we got at least five things that have been in there since January 1st? At least, yeah. yeah. So when I cleaned it out a couple of weeks, yes, there were things in there that we had definitely forgotten. Did you discard some things or did you just organize? I just organized. Yeah, okay. Well, I got it. You never know when you when you might need it. He is a five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Glendale. He's Sam Gormley. And the sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, not doing too bad. Just uh, it's less than two days until Christmas, and so uh, less are... than uh, two two weeks. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, two weeks. Right. <laughs> you, you, had, you, you had me a little bit like, wait a second. Ooh, wait a minute. Did I? Did I? Forget? I got a couple of packages that are needing to come. Before. I. Uh... I haven't heard anything about Mike Leach this morning. Have you heard anything about uh, Mike Leach nothing, this morning? Nothing yet, but it doesn't. It doesn't yeah, look good. Really sad to hear about that news yesterday, and I uh, uh, hope that uh, he was airlifted. I think back to Jackson, Mississippi, or something yesterday. So, anyway, it's kind of a uh, rough situation. And I mentioned you, uh, Glendale. You don't you don't go to Glendale until tomorrow. Correct. Is that right? Yeah, we'll be in Glendale so. tomorrow uh, evening for Cougars and Central Heart. Kicking it old school. But most people don't know Central Harden playing their home games at uh, East Harden Middle. Oh, this old East Harden. Yes, because there's a new. Because of they're having, they're rebuilding their campus there at Cecilia and uh, trying to get, uh, so they're they're playing. I don't think they'll be back in their building this season, will they? They're not expecting to. Yeah, at least so. that's not what, that's a big, what I'd heard. big construction project through there. Sunshine today, which is a welcome because last week was such a gloomy week. Uh, there was very little sunshine, if any at all, so lots of gloom. And so at least to start the week and through midweek, we're going to have some of this uh, sunshine that we will enjoy. We'll see rain moving in late tomorrow night into Wednesday morning for portions of the region. Now, I just want to go ahead and caution you. Remember, we're in the Louisville designated marketing area but we are on the extreme southwestern tip of that area 
So you will hear our friends in Louisville Meteorology talking about wintry weather precipitation, and it will be for our friends in southern Indiana, maybe even in Jefferson County. But our temperatures and the timing of our precipitation is not going to be conducive to us having wintry precipitation this week. So just don't get all excited about it because uh, not uh, not scheduled to happen. Partly cloudy today, 49 is your high. Increasing clouds tonight, 32 is the overnight low. Mostly cloudy and 51 for your tomorrow. And then 100% chance of rain on Wednesday. May get about a half inch of rain on Wednesday in, uh, in our area. And then highs in the 50s on Thursday. Then, if you just look from Friday through the first day of winter, you're going to see highs in the 30s. Winter mm. will be mm. here starting Friday. Mm. 39, 34, 36, 37, 36, 24 on the first partial day of winter, so just be mm. ready. NASA welcomed back the Orion capsule safely from the moon and its flight that will pave the way for future manned flights to the moon. We haven't, I guess uh, when they touched down yesterday, they were 50 years to the day from the last time man was on the moon, they touched down December 11, 1972 is when they did their touchdown, and they spent about three days exploring the, the moon. So the Orion returned to Earth out in the Pacific, and they will do their studying and figuring out when they will be ready. I think we'll see maybe man on the moon in 2025, maybe, something like that. Uh, yesterday, well, not just yesterday, but primarily Saturday, was a day filled with anniversary ceremonies as we marked the one-year anniversary from the massive storm outbreak that started uh, extreme western Kentucky and then uh, even touched portions of Falls of Rough, uh, went certainly south of us through Bowling Green, went on up into Taylor County, and so a large swath of the state involved a year ago down in mayfield one of the things i saw is they did i don't know i don't think it's a victory march or something but they had a, a march that where they started at one area and then i think they marched to graves county high school where they were having a ceremony and they had you know law enforcement vehicles and others and people that were walking that distance and then they had other various things where they were thanking the emergency workers and the first responders that helped uncover from all that. So anyway, it was kind of a neat day to set aside, and people were uh, looking back on the tragedy that happened to our Commonwealth a uh, year ago this past weekend. Friday night was not a very nice weather night here locally. No, you don't you don't see nights that that foggy. It was terrible. Um, it was. Yeah, I left left the game at Grayson County High School, and it was like, whoa! I could, mean, you couldn't even see Schoolhouse Road. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, see. Bad. Visibility was next to nothing. Yeah, see, I wasn't. I didn't realize it was that. Like, I wasn't expecting it when I walked out the building. Well, here's one of the things that I noticed, and I and in it, uh, I was. Um, if it makes you feel any better, I was listening to you as well as mm. watching on Friday, Sam. I mean, sometimes you. When my attentions are mm -hmm. uh, bifurcated, you you don't like that. 
Well, it's it's usually a good thing just to watch instead of listening. No, 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 no. It's a, sometimes it's a good, I try and multitask. I try uh-huh. and you know Listen sample to your different air traffic, things. Air traffic control. That's right. So I wasn't. <laughs> uh, all the flights were grounded because of the fog, but that's not true. Um, but I did notice an unusual amount of sweat mopping. Yeah, on the hardwood floor. There was a lot of sweat mopping. Now, now you know why that was. It's because of the humidity in the atmosphere because of the fog led to so much mopping of floors. Is, yeah. Is that right? No, it's I, I'm, I'm not kidding well, at all. I, I, I mean. I'm, I'm not making a joke. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it also just was that there were, it was a full house. He's two, not two pulling teams your legs, playing. Sam. Oh, I know. Two teams were playing hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I just noticed, though, that there was a. There was an above-average amount of sweat cleanup, uh-huh. and it's because the atmosphere is so wet and damp and heavy that everywhere you went, the, the humidity level might have been a 1,000%. Whose job is it to clean up the sweat? Well, um, they have a manager that has a mop, and then they have an athletic director. <laughs> they have an athletic director. Okay. That, uh, right. So each get one side, but the, the manager got in trouble by the officials because he ran to the other side, and they didn't, they didn't like that. Yeah, well, yeah, just, officials uh, though they they had they, yeah. had a, they had a couple of comments. Yeah, we'll it was yeah, entertaining. We'll get we'll we'll cycle back to the game Friday night here in just a moment. Uh, but dense fog is being blamed for a Grayson County juvenile that drove down an embankment when they failed to see the intersection where Thomason Byway meets Brandenburg Road, just up at the top of the hill from us. And if you're not very familiar with the area, that can be easily done because there's no light there. There's, I mean, there is signage, and that's fine. But on a when a night where you can't see the your hand in front of your face, it would be easy to drive on across there. And who, I mean, it it maybe won't be too many years before there will be a road that goes on uh, across through there. But anyway, it was a Toyota Camry. The uh, juvenile not been identified. Uh, refused treatment. At the uh, passenger was also uninjured, but refused the driver refused treatment, etc. So, well, that's good at least. Yeah, but yeah, it was a soupy night. Soupy. The flu. You know, hearing about this triple this triple illness thing in our community between RSV, flu, and the remnants of COVID nineteen, and you're seeing a little bit of a spike in in COVID. Just for your information, flu has killed twenty seven adults and two children in Kentucky this season. The Department for Public Health said Friday that 29 Kentuckians have died from the flu this season, with 15 of those deaths reported since the last weekly report. So those are kind of condensed, the majority of those, into a shorter period of time. We're also so far seeing the most of the hospitalizations that are increasing that are COVID-related are among our senior population, so uh, hospitalizations for people with COVID-19 rose by more than 30% in two weeks, and much of the increase is driven by older people and those with existing health problems. So, I mean, you're not th- not that's outside the, the norm, and we're in a time of year where you know, uh, illness is transmitted at a high level, no matter what type of illness it is. But it is sometimes hard to know when you're getting sick this time of year, do you just have a cold? Uh, do you have the flu? Do you have COVID? Do you? And then among among your kids, all those are possibilities. And then throw in RSV as a as a potential, and it's even more uh, confusing for parents. The University of Kentucky is a site for the groundbreaking AHEAD study, 
which is the first ever clinical trial to test the effect of lecanemab, which is an investigational antibody in people who have no cognitive symptoms of Alzheimer's, but in whom biomarker tests indicate that uh, amyloid is present in the brain, known as preclinical AD, preclinical Alzheimer's disease. So this is a breakthrough drug that they are testing. And so what it is is that you may not be exhibiting symptoms, but they may believe you have the markers to potentially develop it, and they are trying to pre-treat you with this medication and then study the effects of that and your life experience with that going forward. So they're considering it could be a breakthrough in the study of Alzheimer's. And so it's the U.K. Sanders-Brown Center among the first locations in the country who are involved with this testing. The deputy police chief in Kentucky's largest city has been named interim police chief. Louisville Mayor-elect Craig Greenberg announced the appointment Friday. He announced that Jacqueline Gwynn Vellorel will take over when Chief Erica Shields resigns on January 2nd. Greenberg's office says that uh, Gwen Villarell was selected after an interview process. She has served as deputy chief since February 2021. Before that, she spent 24 years with the police department in Atlanta. Now, what is very interesting about this, um, and I don't follow it closely, but I do think that things that happen in our state's largest city have uh, impact on us broadly and largely, but typically I don't stay very involved in what's happening in Jefferson County or the LMPD for that matter. But I do know Mayor-elect Craig Greenberg came in. He said he wanted a fresh start and uh, in in the head of LMPD. And so he basically told Erica Shields that she would not be retained as chief. Well, I was reminded, you know, she she came to Louisville basically trying to clean up what looked to be a dark cloud over the LMPD post Brianna Taylor. And so she knew the charge. She knew what was expected of her. And again, I, from the outside, it appears to me that she's done a decent job of that. I, I don't know. I'm not her, I'm not her employer. I'm not taxpayer of that community. But what's interesting to me is that I saw a story yesterday on CBS Sunday morning about a uh, guy who is hosting a new show on PBS. He's also a rapper. He's from Atlanta. His name is Killer Mike. I'm not, I'm not familiar with Killer Mike, but I found him to be an interesting individual. He said one of the things that he did is he was asked to speak to the community of Atlanta during their protest and their the rioting that broke out in Atlanta because he was a voice that people would listen to. And so he stood up in front of the community of Atlanta and encouraged them not to burn their houses down, et cetera. And behind him was Erica Shields. Mm -hmm. And I thought, so she, from that time, then she came to Louisville. And now her replacement was also in Atlanta during this time because she was on the force working for Shields in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And so there's just this weird connection between Shields going out, her successor being named, they worked together in Atlanta, and they were both there at the time of, you know, this unrest in the community. So, anyway, I thought it was a weird... I not, mean, she's just the interim, too, so who knows how long until That's true. he finds yeah, the actual be, one that he wants. Maybe temporary. 
Who knows? She she may get the job. NKU's president is departing later this month after more than four years leading the university. Ashish Vaidya, who has served the university president as president since July 2018, will leave the institution December 19th. So we've got another week or so on the job. I did not watch a single minute of UK versus Yale. I didn't miss much, did I, Sam? No, I mean, that. I mean, it's a good game. It was entertaining. They, I mean, it was never really in doubt. I mean, they kind of, I mean, it got kind of close, but you never really felt that the game was in doubt. Oscar scored 28 points, had yeah, 12 rebounds. Second o- half, he was great. Oscar looked like old Oscar in the second half yesterday. Yeah, they just, they just kept getting him the basketball, and there was nothing that Yale could do to even consider stopping him. They were triple teaming him at some points, and Oscar was still scoring. Grayson County High dropped two on Friday night to the visiting Edmondson County Wildcats. Yeah, uh, packed gym. Or it at was. least it looked packed. It was. It was a good crowd. Uh, both were good games. Uh, Edmondson County in the fourth quarter pulled away in both of them. Um, but it'll be one of those that I think you'll see in district play that they could play those games again today, and it very well could be Grayson County winning both of them. And I think it's just it's it's what makes it entertaining. Cougar boys couldn't buy a basket late. Could yeah, they? I it was, mean, they it just was, couldn't. They just, there was a lid on the basket. Yeah, on the bucket. just all around offensively for the Cougars it, boys. It uh, won their best performance. Hilltoppers off to their best start in 15 years with an 8-1 to one start. That's good, yes? Yeah. yeah. I mean, good uh, for them. They, yeah. Davion McKnight had like 32 on Saturday. So um, they'd, be in a, they'd be in rough shape without him, wouldn't they? Yeah. And, then and now Joe, they got, get to play uh, the cards on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, they'll beat the cards. Boy, those poor cards. <laughs> uh, lost to a 1-19 by 22 points. Anybody want to adjust their prediction on Florida yeah. A&M? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they still should be. Florida A&M's only won two games, but their they two should. games are. They yeah. should. Uh-huh. And the Bengals win. They win the Battle of Ohio 23-10. Yep. It was a good game. Bengals won five straight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now they got now they got uh, the box. They got who? The box. Oh, boy. The Fighting Bradys. They uh-huh. didn't look very good. Got to go to Tampa Bay. Ooh. Tampa Bay. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Green Monday. It is Gingerbread House Day. Or a Charcuterie Chalet, if you insist. <laughs> it's Poinsettia Day. The old Poinsettia. Are you a Poinsettia person or are you a Poinsettia person? I'm a Poinsettia person. I'm a Poinsettia person. Yeah. I don't, Never had a strong I don't, opinion. I don't throw in the <laughs> ea and there on the end. I did see an infograph today, which I guess wasn't completely surprising, but then it did kind of puzzle me some areas where it did not happen. The most popular Christmas movie by state. I saw this. So if you go alphabetically and you start with Alabama, you get Christmas Vacation, and that's not too much of a surprise. In fact... There's a there's a path, uh, if you're watching on the middle of the screen, start with Louisiana in the middle, and you'll go Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, and Ohio, 
all Christmas vacation. Well, even in the bottom left, too, because that technically continuing alphabetical that's order. That's right. The, that's a continuation of from Illinois all the way through Kentucky and then Tennessee to Wisconsin, except for Gremlins in Vermont. Hmm. Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? Sure. Anything's a Christmas movie if you consider it. <laughs> okay. Puerto Rico b- well, agrees, too. Well, at one too. point, the Gremlin has on a, a Santa hat or something. Okay. If you, uh-huh. yeah. Well, is is Arkansas right? Uh, Arkansas has got Die Hard. I say no, but that's on par for Arkansas. But I, I would differ with them. What about Georgia? Is the one that's yeah. Edward Scissorhands for Georgia is a little that's weird. Strange. But how about Delaware? The shop around the corner. I've never even heard of the, that. Is that a that Hallmark? Movie. Is that a Hallmark movie? It must be. And <laughs> it must sounds been, like a Hallmark. It must have been filmed in Delaware. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life. Okay, I get it. North Dakota Love Actually. Think that oh, well, one. That's a little modern. The shop around the corner is a 1940 really? romantic comedy. No, thank you. With James Stewart. No, thank you. And Margaret Sullivan. Gremlins is number one. That's Puerto Rico, which is not a state, incidentally. But it's on this list. And so Vermont and Puerto Rico say Gremlins. Wyoming say It's a Wonderful Life. There are a couple of the Nightmare Before Christmases, uh, D.C., which is not a state, and South Dakota, which is a state, saying, but most overwhelming majority, Christmas Vacation. I got to say, it's solid. We saw it over the weekend. My guess is, is that if you set aside 24 hours of a Christmas story, (laughs) I'll bet that I see Christmas Vacation more during the holiday season, then. Watch that movie. For, I know you're not sitting and watching for 24 hours straight, but I just I can't do it. There's, it. It goes to TBS when it comes on for 24 hours, and we are watching it yes, when it goes off for 24 hours. Now <laughs> we do a lot of stuff between yeah, now and then. Yeah. And yeah. last year, I did not. I did not watch It's a Wonderful Life last year. I just left it on Ralphie the whole time. That was my one holdout. I was like, I wanted to put It's a Wonderful Life on for the for the evening, you know, like the falling asleep on Christmas Eve, but I did not I did not last year. I also have had a hard time. I haven't had any Christmas spirit whatsoever until yesterday afternoon. Like we've been we've been enjoying it here, you know, on the show and we've been music, but I'm like, okay, Christmas is still weeks away. And the fact that it falls at the end of the next weekend, I still think I have more time which mm-hmm. I do because like, oh, well, it's not. You still got two full work weeks before then. Um, but yesterday we got a chance to, um, we we went to see the queen bee, my, <laughs> my grandmother. And so we had Christmas at the beehive yesterday afternoon. So that was good. Yeah. And it was nice. Alea looked particularly festive. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had her Santa hat on. And so it was... <laughs> It was good. It was fun. It was good to see everyone. I think it also helped a little bit that uh, Alea and I rode a portion of the way together. Mama was separate. We were Christmas caroling in the truck, and I think that kind of helped a little mm-hmm. bit, kind of get things, mm-hmm. uh, get the party started a little bit. And then Sheldon, you know, Sheldon's really helping get me. You know, Sheldon's shenanigans are helping get me in the Christmas spirit too. Sheldon and Barbie and Snoop. Uh, we're playing Go Fish this morning. Yes, they oh. were. Mm-hmm. And we're having some gummies as snacks. Solid work. Was Snoop eating? Gummies. Gummies. Okay. Yep. I hope he, 
Yeah, hope he was eating like fruit snacks and not. Yeah, oh, yeah sure. No, no problem. Not the kinds that Snoop might eat. Dyson is selling a $1,000 air purifying headphone. So imagine an N95 mask with a respirator with Beats headphones built in. So this is, it's, it's called the Dyson Zone. And if you live in a, if you live in a high, you live in, let's say, Los Angeles or smoggy areas like Shanghai or somewhere like that, it's headphones built in within a thing that goes over your mouth to filter in, filter out pollutants when you breathe. So it looks kind of interesting. I'm getting it here. That's all right. $950 is what these will sell for. Now, most Dyson stuff is not what you would consider to be inexpensive. And they are either a Kentucky company or they have a presence in Kentucky, I know. So that could also be uh, helpful. Yes. The device which combines a pair of headphones with a face-protecting air purifier will be out soon. It's called the Dyson Zone. You kind of look like Bane. Yeah, I thought it looked kind of... It's, it, also, here's the thing that's weird. Dyson uses that silver and purple colors. Like a lot of their vacuums have a purple trim on them, and they have like a silver color, and it kind of looks like that as well. Uh, Sam will get that in, in just a moment, but you could also Google it if you want. I also ran across a thing uh, called How to Instantly Measure Someone's Height on Your Phone, on Your iPhone. It's an onboard technology called LiDAR, and the feature isn't new, but it's only available on a select group of iPhones, specifically the Pro models. It's because of the tri-camera. It's the iPhone 12 Pro, the 12 Pro Max, 13 Pro, 13 Pro Max, 14 Pro, and 14 Pro Max. You have the ability uh, to measure a friend with your iPhone, open the Measure app, and frame your friend in Measure's camera viewfinder, Make sure the entire body is visible. Once queued up, Measure will determine their height, displaying the tally next to their head. Now, I use my phone a lot to measure short distances, like how wide is this wall, how tall is this wall, but I've not used it yet to try and measure someone's height. I mean, I, I just, when's a lot, how often do you actually have to measure someone's height, though? Well, if you have a child. You're more likely to yeah. once you have children. Uh, although a lot of people just do it on their door facing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh-huh. measure, measure it going up. But, by the way, I know a lot of people said, well, well, can I measure myself? It will work in a mirror, but you have to stand so far away in the mirror to get yourself in all of it that it affects and impacts the accuracy. So it will work, but I don't know how reliable it would it would be. All right, did you get the Dyson Zone? There it is. Okay, the one I saw had purple on it instead of navy blue. Maybe you can, well, it, maybe it can be customized in mm-hmm. some way. So you kind of look like Iron Man. Yeah, a little bit like that, or like Bangs. you just got a big pacifier, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a face mask, headphones. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I would do this depending upon where I was. Put some sunglasses on there, and no one would bother you. You yeah. wear that thing, put some sunglasses, nobody's going to, you can go to the store and just operate. You know, nobody's going to be stopping asking how you're doing. Nothing Bunt Cakes welcome backs their peppermint chocolate chip for 2022 holiday season. 
I drew the bunt cake in the advent uh, <laughs> puzzle puzzle solving last night, and I made the mistake of choosing the wrong color bra- background to solve it on, which made it even more challenging. To the fact I was getting chastised by the six and a half year old. Mm-hmm. That's all you've worked so far. Well, try it on. Try a green puzzle on a green background, and then get back to me, kid. <laughs> But peppermint chocolate chip is available in 10 and 8-inch bunt cakes, as well as buntlets. Those nothing bunt cakes are good. Mm, mercy. I'd recommend the Red Velvet if you ever get an opportunity. Brock is introducing their new holiday heat candy canes as part of their 2022 holiday candy light up uh, lineup. Brock's holiday heat candy canes are fruity candy canes with a hint of chili heat. watermelon chili pineapple chili and mango chili no thank you Mm, brock's holiday lights are jelly candies shaped like holiday lights in lemon blue raspberry lime and cherry and brock's confetti mint stars creamy mint flavored white candy star drops with inclusions of red glitter adding a festive touch to any baked goods like cookies cakes or gingerbread houses i mean that that, Mm, those candy canes aren't that like wild or something. I mean, if you go to like a lot of Hispanic countries, putting like chili flakes on pineapple is really common. Yeah, I don't want the chili. Thank you. I'm good. I mean, I like chili, but I don't necessarily want the chili on there. Well, I mean, it's, it's chili flakes. Not. It's not like you're putting. It's not like you're putting the good old skyline it's on. Not your, Kevin's famous chili. No, or your skyline or on Kevin there. from the office. I ran across a thing online that. It's the time of year where a lot of college kids are back in their homes at the end of the semester. You know, they've been away at college since, I don't know, middle of August, latter part of August. Been away, and now they have to come home in between the semesters and get, you know, like, reacquainted. I've done it. It's hard. It's hard to you know. It's hard to go back from doing your own thing, living mm-hmm. on your own, setting your own rules. Your parents don't know if you're in class or not. They don't know how late you stay up, et cetera. And then you come home, and then all of a sudden you got to act like something. <laughs> but it, then it causes parents to kind of compare notes. And here's a list of. It's not my list. A list of is compiled the dumbest things college kids text their parents. So they get together throughout the semester and they compare notes of the dumb texts that they get from their students who are off did, at college. Did, did you ever get any of these? I don't, no, I don't remember getting any dumb ones. We we had uh, yeah. we had a lost phone situation yeah. one time. Yeah, you telling was, me that? It was kind of eventful, but dumb texts? No, not really. Uh, one person said, "Daughter asked what blinker she should use to go straight." What? Really? Well, okay, and she made it to college. Mm-hmm, but needed to know what blinker to use to go. And they use left for left, use right for right. Which one do I do for straight? I mean, I take a lot of money that she's going to the University of Tennessee. Bless it. Driver pulled in front of us, and my son screamed, "Quick, press the honk button!" <laughs> I mean, it, the honk button. It is honk. I mean, solid. It is a honk wow. button when you think about it. I honk mean, button. Two students got in a car accident and, you know, they said you need to exchange insurance information. So they exchanged mm-hmm. health insurance information. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, okay. That was not as bad as the the blinker. Very special agent Natalie Tall told me that right before Thanksgiving, she happened to take a call 
at the extension office from a young person uh, in this age range who was looking to buy car insurance from them because <laughs> their mom said they needed to call the co-op. Well, they did. Did, did At Nat- least they tried. Did Natalie have anything for him? No. Son asked if Italian is a language, and he said, I thought it was just an accent. Well, I mean, the Italian accent is fun to get to talk like Mario. Daughter kept referring to her insurance copay as a cover charge. I mean, that's, that's really good. It's not, not a I bad think I'm going to gonna start using that one. Your copay is your cover yeah. charge. You get a doctor. stamp with that. Uh, you I mean, get yeah, your you hand get your hand stamped. stamped. That's right. I mean, it's that's good. It's stuff. not wrong. <laughs> Nephew filling out a form when asked for his height, he put five feet twelve inches. And again, like you're six foot. You're technically you are five feet twelve inches. Daughter thought the Brita pitcher refilled itself with the humidity in the refrigerator. I wish. <laughs> hmm. I wish. Okay. My college freshman asked if the Pink Panther was a lion. I'm wondering how that came up. Like, when's the last time you even saw the Pink Panther? Right. Um, at Future Designs the other day. Well, <laughs> <laughs> something Owen's corning. And then uh, my kid asked me if she had a live birth. You know, they study in biology about live births. And so she asked, did she have a live birth? And, uh, yeah, yeah, cover charge is my favorite. Cover yeah, charge pretty good. You know, my, my insurance cover charge. <laughs> Got to get to a break. Come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. By the way, today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC. Litchfield campus. They're wrapping up their semester. Campus is going to close in a few days for their holiday break. But you still have a few days to get things lined out and ready to start to start classes on January 9th. And so you can start the new year, get back on track educationally, and they can uh, take care of that for you at ECTC Litchfield campus, where they want to know, did you know the world record for loudest thing ever shouted belongs to an Irish school teacher. <laughs> the uh, shouted the word quiet at 121 decibels, which is the equivalent of a jet engine. Wow. A school teacher screamed quiet at 121 wow. decibels. I'm sure you could... I don't even know how loud I could if I needed to. I don't think I could be very loud. Yeah, it's... I'm a pretty loud person, but I don't think I could... Yeah, I'm not... Well, I don't scream, like, uh-huh. and, I, and, I, and I despise squealing, so I don't think I can... Oh, I don't so think you, I'm capable you're, of you're, making those You're sounds. not a fan of when WKU does the education day, and it's the for the women's basketball team, and the entire gym is filled with elementary schoolers, and they just scream bloody murder for two hours straight? Oh, Sam... So um, those were always my favorite is, games because it would be great atmospheres. Ninety nine, two thousand or so. Um, we, uh, I, I loaded Taylor up on a Friday afternoon. This is for a brief period that she lived in Jefferson County, and we went and we went down I sixty four to Evansville to see. <laughs> um, it was like uh, something like the Backstreet Boys or. Featuring the Baja men. So at the time, who let, let the, the dogs, dogs out? out. 
And do they there, have another song? There were uh, not any you know, but <laughs> they do say. have some. And so Robert Stadium was filled with tweens and me, seemingly. Like I was the only person over the age of 18. And every time something happened or someone came out, it was just nothing but 14,000 squealing girls. Mm-hmm. And it was the most miserable experience I think I've ever been part of. Imagine having to do it today. No, thank you. Because at least you weren't that old then. Oh, oh I acted that old. <laughs> I don't think I liked squealing any better then, if it makes any well, difference Well, I mean, you it's, you'd sure despise it a lot less now. That's true. Yeah. But now you got to take a lay at a one. No, I don't. In fact, anytime we brush up against a squeal, uh-huh. for her, it's like, ixnay on the squealing. We're not doing it. Weekend box office, Wakanda Forever tops for the fifth time in 2022. How much it's you want to bet it ends this week? Second worst weekend, yeah, because Avatar doesn't come out to the following Friday? weekend. No, I think the Avatar is this week. I think so. That's why I'm saying I, this is going to be the last week, because yeah, Avatar. Yeah, I think Avatar will be number one this coming weekend. And uh, Violet Night was at two. Strange World was at three. Not surprised. Lizzo announced as next week's SNL musical guest... So Austin Butler, who played Elvis in yeah, that uh, yeah, Baz Luhrmann movie, is the host for the last show of 2022. And you said he did a good job as Elvis, right? He did. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, the yeah, yeah, yeahs were supposed to. Who I don't know. Were supposed to be the musical guests, but they're one of their members is having pneumonia problems or something. So Lizzo, who was really, she just had double duty earlier in the season on hosting and being the musical guest. So she's going to slide in, even though she's touring, she's going to come in and be the uh, musical guest. The Steve Martin, Martin Short thing was funny. They they did a good job as co-hosts. They did a little roast of each other in the beginning. That PBS Kids show they did was funny, um, where they were hosting. One was Dr. Science and one was Mr. Science or whatever. They did a parody of, they did... Father of the Bride 8. So, like, Andy had gotten married. Like, this was her eighth time, and she was still expecting him to pay for it. And so, of course, Martin Short, since he was there, he got to play the wedding coordinator. So it was pretty funny. It was, they did, they did a fine job. I didn't watch it. Uh, Bad news for Snoop Dogg. Oh. Not to be confused with the other Snoops, you know. Not uh, Snoop Jones. This is Snoop Dogg, who I'm talking about. <laughs> he has been banned from calling his cereal brand Snoop Loops. Aw. So he launched the gluten-free marshmallow-filled cereal with Master P back in August. <laughs> but Snoop I, and I Master really P. Th- I thought she was going to make a sound. So. Uh. But has since been informed that he cannot use the name. The likeliest reason for this is the possibility of Kellogg's, who makes the cereal Fruit Loops, threatening legal action. The pair confirmed the change on their respective Instagram accounts, so they don't want us to use Snoop Loops for our cereal box, even though that's my name. We built a brand and disrupted the cereal industry. We did it with hard work and integrity. I know they're uncomfortable and scared. Have these actually been sold yet? Or was it pre-production that they got this? But there's a Z on the end. Exactly. Get over it, I don't think that Kellogg's can own the word 
loops, even with an S or a Z, perhaps in the serial space, but changing the S to a Z, they can't have it, you know, what, what if it was L O O P E S, right? What, how, how many times do you have to change it until the patent no longer applies? Yeah, that's, that's well, silliness. I, I guess it was never sold. Because I'm looking on didn't the, even on, make it to the shelves. I'm looking on eBay and there's there's you can buy a T-shirt that says it, but there's say, nothing. But, <laughs> but here are he and Master P with some boxes. So the boxes yeah. are either empty. Yeah. Well, because I, I was imagining that if it was sold, there'd be one on eBay that what you they could would buy. Be worth. And there's there's nothing. You could buy a T-shirt over twenty bucks. Uh. Sam, I might have already bought one. Uh. Dolly Parton wants Elton John to appear on her rock album. She recorded it last week, and she did. Don't let the sun go down on me. So she thought that maybe it would be a good opportunity to bring Elton on, and who wonder who's the bigger diva? Is, is there a is there a release for her on this, or is she? No, if she's still recording it last week, my guess is they don't have a release date, but it's due in twenty twenty three. Okay, I didn't know whether even if it was a somewhere summer. between January first and December thirty first is what like, I'm hearing. Like summer, probably something like that. And then hearing Cher's mother, Georgia Holt. You guys know has gone on in at age 96. I saw Cher tweet yesterday. She said, Mom is gone. So uh, rest in peace and uh, the uh, thing about Cher during this time. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MV's point to ponder for today. So when I was a teenager, I thought that it should be perfectly normal and acceptable that you should be able to drive at age 16. Mm-hmm. And now at my age, I think, I can't believe we let people drive at age 16. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, when you meet when mm-hmm. you meet the average 16-year-old yes. these days, mm-hmm. I go, there's no way you should be driving. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but I think it's changed. I, th- I think the 16-year-olds of today are much more immature than what we were. Especially on that type of stuff. Yes, absolutely. Now, is, is this just one of these things that it's... It's because you're older and you're saying older than them and I'm not even saying I'm not even saying this is an age thing, but it's more like when I'm your age I'm gonna say the same thing about the kids and it's just like those kids kind of the one of those comments. It's not entirely a those kids thing. No. Because I think part of it probably is. I mean, there's a portion that is, yes, but I think kids today you, are just so much more immature than cause what you, we, we were. We were all 16 once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And my thing is, I think we think we all have it figured out at that age. And then you get to this point in life and it has it's not a it's not a sudden occurrence. I think there's a little bit of those kids, but I think it's a whole bunch of going as as important as driving is. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many of us are really equipped again. to drive at 16. <laughs> I've seen people at 40 that should be driving. Oh, I think we should test more often. <laughs> well, I mean, and then somebody who is driving, you know, all the way to Cincinnati and back over the weekend, some of the things people do is it's like, for one, you know, if you're well, driving on 65, don't go 65 in the left lane. There were so many of us, though, that grew up, you know, having to mow the lawn or driving a tractor or life experiences at the time that kind of paved the way for driving a vehicle on the road. Made it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And they were heavier, and mm-hmm. they didn't move as fast either, you know, typically, or weren't built to. I'd like to see a tractor that goes 85. On TV tonight. Be kind I'm of sure there's some that exist. Or a lawnmower. The Voice, live finale, part one. On ABC, the great Christmas light fight. And on CMT, a Nashville country Christmas. 
Is that a like a concert or is that a like a their version of a Hallmark movie? <clears throat> no, it's like a concert. I okay. think Tanya Tucker stars as a country star. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you might be right. Okay, it is she like stars a as a movie. country star who escapes her hectic life to spend the holidays at her family home. Oh Instead of rest, she finds romance. Woo! Okay, so it a is return a... to her musical roots and an unexpected family. Somebody's wearing a flannel shirt. Call the go, cooks. Go, Tanya. It's your birthday. Oh, it's not your birthday. It's Christmas. MB's. No, today's highlight in history for today. It's your this highlight in history. Date in 2015, nearly 200 nations meeting in Paris adopted the first global pact to fight climate change. In 1787, Pennsylvania became the second state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. Francis Albert Sinatra was born in Hoboken, New Jersey, this date in 1915. Saturday Night Fever premiered this date in 1977. Birthdays today. Bob Barker is 99. Heck yeah. The price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> Dionne Warwick is 82. Sheila E. is 65. Gonna spay and neuter your pets. That's right. Mayim Bialik is 47 today. Amy Farrah Fowler. And... Co-host of Jeopardy, mm-hmm. Mayim Bialik. She, I mean, you could keep on going, too. I think she's been involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That Call Me Cat show. I'm not sure uh, what her, what was I, the, I bet her name is Cat. What was the show that, Blossom? Blossom. 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 Let's hit the chart toppers. Uh, no, let's hit the Gone But Not Forgotten. John Jay, the first Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, was born in 1745. Ed Koch, former mayor of New York City, born in 19... 19- 24. Grover Washington Jr., born this date in 1943. Tremendous saxophone player. That's why he gets the love from me today. Let's go to chart toppers to 19. Uh, mid 50s? Was this 1956? Yeah. George Hamilton IV. We had a quarrel. A teenage quarrel. Oh, teenage quarrel. Blue, I did appreciate I that you you broke out the 1940s for Misty on Friday. I can't call sure. you. Pull out all the stuff. I know she she was thrilled. I can't even uh-huh. see. I think it was the only time she regretted being here on Friday. So this is called a rose and a baby Ruth. You this okay, so what I figured out is they had a teenage quarrel. He tried to make up for it by buying her a rose and a baby Ruth. All right. That that two-minute song, I could have laid out that whole story in about eight seconds, which I think I did. James Brown, number one. This date in 1965. It's a good pet band song. Have you heard? It is a good pet band song. Speaking of pet band, have you heard from either of the Bells this week? Should I have? Hmm. Well, I wanted to see. One of them will be in on Wednesday. Uh And I'm thinking I want to see if maybe they had touch base with you to coordinate the delivery of, say, some bagpipes or something for my Christmas gift. Can't confirm or deny. 1974, Carl Douglas, number one, Kung Fu Fighting. I do do appreciate that uh, Aaron Bell brings his his comfy chair out to sit by the band and watch the games to direct them. 
people. That's that's when you know that you, you you're uh, he's got like a nice little like lawn chair. I say that that's when you know you've been doing it a couple of years that you you come prepared. <laughs> I got uh, 1983, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, number one, with Say, Say, Say. Say, say, say what you want, but don't play games with my affection. This is an interesting duo. Oh, yeah, especially with Michael Cousins. This is during the period when Michael owned all the Beatles publishing. Did you all know that? Did you all know Michael Jackson owned all the Beatles music at one point? I'm not sure I did. No. Did you learn that from the from the documentary series, or was that something you already had known? I learned that from 1983. I didn't know when he died. part so. of my life experience. Is Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, have you not heard that story? Yeah, it's a funny story. I'll we'll tell you sometime. She didn't know for a year Michael Jackson died. True story. You can blame it on Disney World. Yes. Whitney Houston, number one in 1992 with I Will Always Love You. When you get in the Disney bubble, it's easy yes. to miss out on real world stuff. I was, because I was in San Antonio when it happened, I remember. Well, you weren't at Walt Disney World. No. <laughs> no, I was not. It's a little different. Mary J. Blige, number one with Family Affair, 21 years ago today. Because Billy Mays died like a couple of days prior to that. Oh, no. The the trio was Michael Jackson, Farrah Fawcett. Well, when Farrah Fawcett, Billy Mays, then Michael Billy Jackson. Mays was not Billy Mays was not famous enough. It was Ed McMahon. I don't know. Billy Mays, ShamWow. <laughs> no ShamWow. Come on. Who doesn't know who Billy Mays is, though? More people know who Ed McMahon was. Yes, my age group. Well, now. You, you I'm Billy Mays. Katy Perry, 12 years ago today, number one, with Firework. And Post Malone, number one, with Circles, three years ago today. Billy Mays could have broken the decimal record, I bet. Probably so. <laughs> NBC Pearl of Wisdom for today. says, great opportunities to help others seldom come, but small ones surround us every day. Great opportunities to help others seldom come, but small ones surround us Every day. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.